0: Hello, everyone. This is Ade. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to Five Tree Christmas podcast. Today, I've got three reviews for you. First up, I'll be reviewing Christmas on the Vine from Lifetime. Then I'll review Christmas in Vienna from Hallmark Channel. And finally, I'll be reviewing Christmas Wheels from Lifetime. Stick with me and hear what I've got to say about these three movies. First up, I'll be reviewing Christmas on the Vine from Lifetime. The synopsis says that Brooke, a young marketing executive, goes back to her hometown excited to relive her Christmas memories while helping a struggling family-owned winery. Her marketing assignment involves an unlikely partnership with Tyler, the charismatic yet stubborn owner of the winery. Brooke learns quickly that the town's Christmas spirit has disappeared due to wine conglomerate buying out all the local wineries. Determined to bring Christmas spirit back to town, Brooke and Tyler work together and discover they share more than a love for wine. So, Christmas on the Vine stars one of my favorites from Lifetime. Her name is Juliana Gill, and I saw her last year in Grounded for Christmas. I quite like her. It also st- stars John Corr, K- uh, who I saw last year in Picture of Perfect Christmas. Um, he's not one of my favorites, uh, and and you know, honestly, the lead up to this uh, season, I wasn't that excited about this movie. I didn't have many thoughts about it, um, and honestly, it wasn't that groundbreaking of a movie. It's totally fine. There's no. Nothing wrong with it, but there's also not really anything that exciting happening here. So, like I said, I really like the lead actress, and I didn't—I'm not like a huge fan of the lead actor. Um, but they have pretty good chemistry together. Uh, I also liked all of the parts where they're talking about wine. Um, so this is a really fascinating industry, in my opinion. I think from grape growth to processing to the blends to distribution, I think this whole industry is pretty interesting, and they. Could have done a lot more to just kind of exploit that, um, how exciting the wine industry is, how interesting and intricate the wine industry is, and the flavors, and all the thought and love and care that goes into making wine. They did an okay job, and honestly, those are the most interesting parts of the movie. When they were digging into the wine, uh, Christmas on the Vine was actually pretty okay. You know, there's a sequence where the character of Brooke, the lead actress, is making a red blend using a recipe that Tyler's father created. And it was really fun to hear her talk through the process, to look at the recipes that she was using to mix together different kinds of wines. That was cool. I also really liked the villain in this movie. She's an incredibly good actress uh, and has been around for a long time, both in Christmas movies, but also on TV, broadly speaking. She's really talented and she plays this wine uh, you know, this large scale wine distributor owner um, and she's buying up smaller wineries to add to her wine conglomerate. And it was actually a really cleverly written and really well acted role. She's She just kind of presents as like a practical, no nonsense, typical Businesswoman, and you know, it was fun to see her instead of kind of the more usual one that we, you know, villain that we see, which is like a conniving wench who's out there to like destroy everything. You know, uh, she was much more nuanced than that, and she wasn't evil. She was just, you know, doing what she thought was right. And in the end, of course, she doesn't win out, but she's um, incredibly gracious in in her uh, in her exit from the movie, and it's just a really nice, refreshing uh, thing to see. So here's what I didn't like about Christmas on the Vine, because I overall, I didn't think the movie was that great. I, I, first thing, Brooke is coming back to her hometown, and her sister and her sister's family still live there, and she doesn't visit them for days. And this movie just makes it feel like that's totally fine, but it's actually really mind-boggling. In fact, even the first time she sees her sister, they don't even hug. It's like, it's, they see each other randomly on the street and it's super weird. Um, same with her, her nephew, you know, they don't even, they don't even indicate like any warmth in those relationships and she's supposed to really love them and love her hometown. So it was strange to me. Um. And, you know, another thing that I really didn't like, the movie's a little bit boring. Like I said, the most interesting parts are where they focus on the wine. Um, but there is a bit of like a save Christmas, uh, save like the town festival and, and reinvigorate the town with the Christmas joy thing happening. And it's just not that interesting. And then finally, of course, like all the Lifetime movies this year, this movie had some pretty significant sound issues, um, especially at the beginning of the movie. It's just it's just hard to watch. And, and I, I honestly do feel bad for Lifetime with every everything uh, that's going on here. Uh, with with their sound. So, you know, Christmas on the Vine was fine. It's a 1A movie. A woman returns to her small town and, you know, rediscovers her love of the slow pace of life and the family and the and the, just the spirit that comes with small town living. Then she falls in love in the process. You know, I'm giving this movie a 3 out of 5 Christmas tree rating. That's a little bit high, but the wine parts in this movie are really truly interesting. Um, and that kind of saves it from being a real drag. Um, but it's certainly lower on the list of my 3s. Um If you'd like to find Christmas on the Vine, you can find it on Lifetime. Up next, I'll be reviewing the movie Christmas in Vienna from Hallmark Channel. The synopsis for this movie says that Jess, a concert violinist whose heart just isn't in it anymore, goes to Vienna for a performance. While there, she finds an inspiration that she's been missing and a new love. So Christmas in Vienna is really, truly an above average Hallmark movie. Uh, I might be a little bit biased here. Uh, I I actually really have a special place in my heart for the city of Vienna. In 2013, uh, I had the opportunity to travel to Vienna three times non-consecutively. So I went there, I came back, and then I went another random time, and I came back and I went again. Um, towards the end of the year. uh, and I, I found that I was there at Christmas time. I got to see the Christmas markets and Vienna is a really magical place. And I really feel like this movie did a great job doing what it needed to do to transport us to Vienna. You know, Hallmark movies are what they are. Um, you know, we, we come to them for the lightheartedness for the joy. Um, and, and this movie knew its role as a, a movie that needed to take us on a journey with it to Vienna. So since my first study abroad in 2008, I've really considered myself to be a traveler. I feel like it's part of my identity. And, you know, last year that really came to like the height of its fruition. I took about 200 flights last year and being grounded since March has been very hard for me. So I was really drawn to a movie earlier this year, uh, Christmas, uh, the sorry, the Yuletide christmas yule blog that's what it was sorry from lifetime and uh you know that movie allowed me to be transported to the southwest and experience that beautiful southwest christmas in in an environment that i'd never experienced it before it took us on a journey and christmas vienna was really smart to do that too Vienna is just as much of a character in this movie as any of the people in the movie. And I really appreciated that in 2020, when a lot of us feel stuck, we get to go on the journey with these characters to this place. So that was a really great thing about the movie. The story itself is fine. You know, I saw a tweet that basically said that Christmas in Vienna is sound of music without the Nazis and the fleeing. And that's, you know, kind of accurate. You know, she comes to this family and instantly connects with the kids. She's taking care of them. It's very sweet. Um, Sarah Drew plays the character of Jess and Brennan Elliott plays the character of Mark and they have a really nice chemistry from the very first time we see them together. It's actually quite... Quite interesting. They're they're very nice together. They have a good vibe, and you know Jess also has a great chemistry with one of her best friends who also lives in Vienna, and they do a really great job of showing many of the things that make Christmas in Austria and Vienna specifically really special. Um, You know the cookies, the drinks, the Christmas markets, the cool little trinkets that you can buy at the markets. Um, You know the incredibly cool skating at at Rathausplatz. Um, So you know I could have done. Without Jess's character constantly commenting on how German words are super hard or pronouncing them wrong every five seconds of the movie, that was a little bit, you know, an, an easy cop out that I didn't enjoy and, and I'm never going to like those bits. But overall, I, you know, I, I was a big fan of just their ability to show us, show us the city, um, show us this family uh, adjusting to the city, um, you know, I, I, I liked it I, I don't think it's gonna change your life but I, I enjoyed it and uh, I think I think most of you will too if, if seeing the world is something that you've lacked a little bit this year Christmas in Vienna is a 1c movie uh, you know a woman who's struggling professionally heads somewhere and rediscovers the true meaning of Christmas family love and, and rediscovers her passion for her job um, and I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 Christmas tree rating you know Vienna. for for its beauty and its role in in bringing Christmas magic to the lineup this year gets a full treat in and of itself. Um, And so I hope you'll check Christmas in Vienna out on Hallmark Channel. Last and unfortunately the least, I'll be reviewing Christmas Wheels on Lifetime. So the synopsis says that Blair Fowler, who recently lost some of her Christmas spirit, travels back to her hometown for the holidays at the request of her uncle, who every season delivers toys in this vintage Cadillac to all the local shelters and foster homes in town. Not only does Blair re- reunite with her uncle, but also Hunter, her former high school flame, now a lawyer and a town hero in his own right, who decides to help Blair bring gifts to all the children and also help remind her of the joys of the holiday season in their town. So Christmas wheels, unfortunately, is a disappointment to me. Tia Sakar is, uh, you know, of the Good Place fame, and she is such a bright light and a bubbly character in so many of the things that she plays. And I do not feel like that came across in this movie. Michael Xavier was in one of my favorite Lifetime movies last year, Radio Christmas, and he was fantastic in it. And so Lifetime Here has two really great Lifetime actors, and, you know, they were in two of my favorite movies from last year. And this year, they were completely wasted on this film. So, you know, over the course of the movie, they have pretty good chemistry, but the pace of the movie doesn't allow them to explore it at all. Uh, Every single time there's a moment between the two of them that's romantic, that, you know, that, you know, the tension and the heat is building, they literally cut away to do something that we don't care about. Another really big problem with this movie is the entire movie, they're teasing some secret that, you know, that the the male leads character, Hunter, and Tia's, or sorry, Blair's uncle, you know, they have the secret that they're navigating in the background of the movie. And we're waiting the whole movie to find out what this is. They're hiding it from Blair's character. We don't know what it is. And then the reveal has nothing to do with her and is frankly not even that interesting. Um, so that was a bit bonkers, if you ask me to like make a big deal out of something that didn't play into the story at all. So I wanna say one last thing about Christmas Wheels. The movie ends with Hunter's character asking Blair's character to get out of the car and dance in the street together. And the scene plays out in a way that's emblematic of the entire movie. So they get out of the car, they're dancing, it's very sweet. Again, they have a really nice natural chemistry, but it's almost as if the movie is fighting against this chemistry. They're dancing in the street, it's very sweet, He dips her, which is awkward, and then their faces get super close together and they just say Merry Christmas and the movie ends. I was so shocked that they didn't kiss, that I was texting my friends. When my sister came home from work, I immediately told her, oh my God, I watched this movie. They didn't kiss. It was so weird. I don't know if it's COVID related. I don't know if it, you know, I read somewhere that it was the actor's choice to to choose the dance and, and, you know, the dip instead of a kiss fine. But I think, you know, the way that it played on screen is, is a way is, is emblematic of the, of the fact that this entire movie, they have this natural chemistry and they're just, they just never follow through with it. The movie just never gets there, um, you know, with their relationship. And so when she gives up everything that she's dreamed of back in the city and moves back to home to be with him, it, it just falls flat for me because, they don't seem to actually want to be together. Um, and, and that's frustrating. So with all of that said, you know, this is a plot type of 1A, you know, she's not a Scrooge in any way. The, the synopsis of this movie I think is, is badly written. Um, you know, she's, she returns home and just rediscovers the things that she's passionate about this town Christmas helping people. And, you know, this movie was incredibly frustrating to watch. I give it, you know, two out of five Christmas trees. Uh, and that's, that's unfortunate because I love Tia Sakaar. Um, and you know, if you'd like to find it, you can find it on Lifetime. So that is it for my reviews of Christmas on the Vine, Christmas in Vienna, and Christmas Wheels. I really enjoyed Christmas in Vienna. If you're going to watch any of these, check that one out. It's on Hallmark Channel, and I really hope that if you do, you'll enjoy it. If you'd like to see my written reviews of these three movies, you can find them on my Instagram at 5 Tree Christmas or on Facebook, also at 5 Tree Christmas. If you'd like to ask me any questions or comments, you can reach out to me on email at 5 tree christmas at gmail.com that is it for these reviews. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, here's to the next review.